0: Our fourth episode takes us to Africa, South Africa to be exact. In the Cape Town stands the country's largest building, a castle. A castle is a great symbol of an old age past of protection. This one is different, you see. It doesn't hold a history of knights and fair maidens. It holds a history of pain and death. This is the Castle of Good Hope. I am John, Walls, and welcome to another episode of World Haunting. If you were to look at the castle from above, it would remind you of another building, one in America, the Pentagon. That is because the walls enclose the castle in a pentagon in star-shaped style. The Castle of Good Hope stands with high walls on the shores. The construction built with was a clever idea. The high tides from the ocean would fill a moat around the base, another physical protection for a building claimed to occupy by those not of the physical world. The castle is the oldest building in South Africa. Built in 1666 by the Dutch East India Company, and was created over top an older fort called Fort de Gode Hope, or Fort of Good Hope. The goal of the original fort was to serve as a replenished station for Dutch merchant vessels making their way around the dangerous Cape of Good Hope. The fort was decided to be upgraded in the late 17th century due to conflict among British and the Netherlands. The building needed a promotion to a castle to defend Dutch interests. The castle was upgraded to include a church, workshops, a bakery, quarters, and merchant shops. It was painted yellow to reflect the intense African heat. Citizens were to flee inside the castle walls in case of an attack. What is most frightening part of Castle Good Hope is the Donker Gate, the name of the dungeon beneath meaning dark hole. There, the place would hold prisoners. Those prisoners being escaped slaves, natives who rose up against the insurgents, and anyone in the government just didn't like. They would be chained to the walls as if from a medieval movie. Those who were chained were tortured, brutally. Those waves that helped fill the moat also had another purpose, because you see, the waves would also sink into the dungeon and fill it with water and drown prisoners locked below before the time of mass extinction this fortress had its own technique of clearing the occupants a painful end to a painful living within these walls during the second borer war in the early 20th century, the castle housed prisoners of war, including Fritz Joubert, Duskinese, the leader of the Duskinese spy ring. He was one of the most famous residents of the castle, but it wasn't his past that made him famous. It was what he did when he resided in the dungeon of the castle. Kanisse was one of the few that made it out of his cell. He dug the walls with an iron spoon, much like in Shawshank Redemption Manor. He tunneled his way to freedom. Unfortunately, unlike the movie, he ended up stuck in the tunnel when a stone slipped. He was found unconscious the next morning and put back into a cell. The Castle of Good Hope has a long history of cruelty, imprisonment, and torture, and there have been many reported claims that a number of ghosts and spirits haunt the castle. Some in the castle can hear voices and footsteps along the halls and in the dungeons, especially in the Torture Chamber, which is known as the Donkergat or Donk Hole a place that led to cruel acts among men and their eventual death by drowning as the dark hole filled with water a lot of emotion pain and death was built up within this pit perhaps something was left others claim to see if a corporeal couple arguing in the courtyard but will vanish if onlookers approach them We don't know who they are or why they argue, but it must have been a serious argument to surpass death itself. Another act that gives fright to the occupants of the castle is that the lights switch on and off in the Burian Bastion. Of course, this is an old building. Maybe the wiring isn't up to the 21st century code, or maybe the flicker means something more. The one of the ghosts isn't a former prisoner, but one of those that oppressed prisoners. A former governor of the 1720s, Peter Gisbert van Nuret is a known as the cursed governor. People have claimed seeing the late governor van Nuret at a night. He was infamous in his day. He was said to be cruel and quick, to dull out punishment to his soldiers as well as those who found themselves in the dungeon. Legends say he once sentenced three soldiers to death, and just before the last was hung, he cursed the governor that caused such pain and suffering. A short while later, Governor Van Nodet was found dead slumped over his chair with a look of horror on his face. No cause of death was ever found. Today, Vanurte has been seen walking the grounds and been heard cursing under his breath before disappearing. Another ghost happens to be a lady. The lady in the Grey Hood, to be exact. She is said to found over a bedroom door staring down at those who sleep. She is seen as a shadowy figure wearing a long, grey cloak with her face buried in her hands. Upon further investigation, she will melt away. Many have seen this lady, including Princess Margaret of the UK, in 1947. The same lady in the grey hood also been witnessed running through the castle, holding her face and crying hysterically. However, since a woman's body was found during recent excavations, her ghost hasn't been reported. Perhaps with her body properly laid to rest, she won't at night disturb those who occupy this building. Or perhaps she will return again. Another haunting part of the building is the bell tower. Sometime in the 1700s, a soldier was found hanging from the bell rope in the bell tower, which overlooks the entrance to the castle. After his death, the bell tower was sealed off, however. To this day, the bell has been known to ring and strike off its own accord. Could the rope still hold that soldier, pulling its caused the bell to ring, letting everyone know he's still there. Other ghosts may far friendlier, which includes the specter of Lady Anne Bernard, who lived at the castle in the late 1700s and has been known to make her appearance at parties. Lady Bernard was a Scottish traveler, writer, artist, and socialite and the author of the ballad, Old Robin Gray. She only resided in Cape Town for five years, but those five years must have left an impression on the castle. The ballroom itself is known as Lady Anne Bernard's Ballroom. She is also known to appear in the dolphin pool, bathing leisurely naked, just like she did when she was alive. She is also known to have left a cursed painting above the fireplace. The painting is of peacocks in a garden. Rumor of the curse says if it moves, the mover will die. This may be just a story, but is now covered in a cloth to hide the picture from viewers. Who's to know if that's really her? She died in London 1807. But perhaps. Part of her never really left South Africa. Another more friendly ghost is that of a black dog. You shouldn't be alarmed if you come across him in the castle grounds. The dog will bark and attempt to leap at visitors just before disappearing inches before contact. But you shouldn't worry. Can a castle remember its visitors? Can it remember its captives' pains? Does it absorb their deaths? What memories were left in a key part of South African history? Did they even stay memories? I can only hope to visit and find out.